meet our mom, Kelly Hutchison. She is a life coach. She is a child counselor. She is a teacher. She's a parent coach. And she's a mom to us. She will teach you to stop yelling at your kids. She will teach you to get your kids to lesson. She will teach you how to never sleep with mommy guilt again. She will teach you how to be an imperfect mom. So you can help your kids be imperfect too. And have harmony in the home. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 40, Corona Parenting. And oh my goodness, I've been getting so many emails from so many of you about the COVID-19 pandemic. What in the world is going on out there? It's insane. No matter where you're listening, I know you're being affected by it. Some schools are closing. Some activities are canceled. Some of you that are listening, you're on lockdown where you can't even leave your house. So however you're being affected... I just want to do this special episode to talk to you about how to manage all of these emotions and everything that's going on with their children because they absorb all the things. And so, oh my goodness, my kids and I, we decided to do something really nice to kind of combat all the energy of just like war on COVID. So we decided to do a random act of kindness and we were going to stand outside of Starbucks with $5 gift cards and just pass them out like a bunch of them. And we decided not to do that because people might be scared and think that like we were, it was, you know, the social distance and everything. So I had this idea from another um, person who did it on their team page. And I was like, I could just do this with my Facebook friends and my Instagram friends because I love you all dearly. So I love giving back because you give me so much. So my kids and I decided to, in honor of COVID-19, to kind of offset some of the energy give a $95 gift card to share the love and make people feel warm to Starbucks. And so everybody, if they got a a cup of coffee, and then I encourage them, you know, pay for the person behind them, you know, do your own gift card of $19. We chose 95 because 19 times there's five of us in our family, including Maggie, that um, equaled 95. So we thought that was a fun number, kind of symbolic. And so I posted it on Instagram and Facebook, super excited. The kids were excited. And then it was like 10 comments in. Someone's like, oh, I'm at Starbucks now. Thank you so much. And then they went to use it and it was gone within like literally, it was like three minutes. I'm like, what is going on? That is insane in the membrane. You guys really love Starbucks. And so I just I just thought, hmm, something smells a little fishy. Like I just posted it. What are the chances that all these people would all be at Starbucks spending their $5 and to do that for $95 to the tune of, I was like, I don't know, something just seems off. So I chatted with Starbucks and I love Starbucks. They did nothing wrong. This was my error. And you know what they told me? If you saw my Instagram or Facebook, you already know the the punchline to all this. Someone, one person spent $30 and then they used the rest 65, I think it was, and they put it on their own card. What is going on? I was hoping like 20 people and then they the ripple effect. And I, I couldn't wait to see all the stories and see all the pictures. It was like womp, womp, womp. So just so you know, if you were that person, please do the right thing and go make it up somehow. You don't have to make it up to me. Just go give a lot of people a lot of stuff. Just go do a random act of kindness to kind of offset that 
So I'm saying all this because I wanted to come on here and talk to you about things that you can do with your kids and do random acts of kindness to kind of shift the energy because we rise in lifting others. And even if it goes south or goes left as fast as it did with me, try being a little bit smarter than me. I was super bummed that it happened, but all of you have been so nice and so caring and so giving and so thoughtful with your remarks and so sweet, like backing me up, like sticking up for me, like, how could they? I can't believe it. And keep being kind. And I appreciate all of that. So just know that kindness is contagious. Even if it goes south, it's still contagious because now people are saying like, I'm going to go pay for the person behind me. I'm going to go pass out gift cards. I'm going to do the same thing. And they gave me the great idea of next time, still do the same thing and then just pass them out individually. Like instead of getting one for 95, just do one for $5 and then say, who's interested? Comment below. And then I would send them the scan privately. I'm like, dun, dun, dun. No, duh, Kelly. Of course I should have done that. So live and learn. I'm okay. I was super bummed after it happened, but you all made me feel so much better. So thank you for that. And so I wanted to come on because a post that really resonated with a lot of you was a couple of days ago, I found this quote and all of you seem to love it. I didn't make it. My kids think I'm obsessed with quotes, which I am. Grady Gitt said the other day, he goes, mom, do you think you could go one day without motivational quotes? And I was like, oh, blasphemy. I could not. I could never. Could you go a day without peanut butter? He's like, nope. I'm like, same situation. And so this quote that you all loved, I wish I knew who said it, but this is what I try to remember on all the days of our lives. And especially during a pandemic, this is when it's the most heightened because what's happening during this pandemic is we are leaning into the unknown, but every single day of our life is the unknown. Our brain likes to think that it can predict what's going to happen and seek pleasure, avoid pain and be efficient. And it likes to think that it's psychic. But this pandemic just reminds us all that we are not. And we just have to literally accept the as is and lean into the unknown and step out of our comfort zone. And just know that right now you say the time that you're looking at right now and you're listening to this and you say the time. And in this moment, there is no need to worry because right now you are safe. You have food in your pantry. You are breathing clean air. You have clean drinking water. It's going to make you so thankful for all the little things. My brain is so convinced that we are going to lose power because I'm so used to preparing for a hurricane. All of this feels very much like hurricane prep. And I think a lot of the problem with all of this is that it's not a hurricane. And with a hurricane, you know, it's usually going to be rough the, the first day and then it's a, you know, cleanup for the next three days after. But there is a finite end. And with this, there is no finite end. So we have to lean into the unknown even more. And our kids are watching us to see how we handle the unknown so they know how they can handle the unknown. So if we're freaking out, we're panicked, we're, you know, twiddling our thumbs, biting our nails, drinking extra wine, snapping at them because we're stressed about the pandemic, they are going to learn that they should do the same thing. And the quote that you all loved, it said, most young kids will remember how their family home felt during the coronavirus panic more than anything specific about the virus. Our kids are watching us and learning about how to respond to stress and uncertainty. Let's wire our kids for resilience, not panic. I love that because it goes back to the quote by Maya Angelou. And I use this as my quote when I was teaching students and when they would come to my counseling office. And I always think of this when I'm parenting my kids. 
Maya Angelo says, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And feelings are very contagious because all of this panic is very contagious, but other things are very contagious too, like helping others, even though it went left. They still saw, well, mom went to help others. You know what Lily said when I told her what happened? She's like, well, they must have needed it more than we did. I was like, go girl. And she says, I'm worried about their karma. I'm like, go girl. Crazy was like, what? I don't understand. So helping others is contagious. I want them to know if there's a pandemic or there's panic or there's trouble or your neighbor's in trouble, you go and you help. Your palms are up because it's so easy to think of ourselves and it's very normal. So we have to go against the grain and go against the herd. Love is contagious. Compassion is contagious. Energy is very contagious. Your courage through all this, your joy, your calm during the storm during all this, your gratitude is all very contagious for kids. They absorb all of it. And this doesn't mean you have to be happy-go-lucky all the time. There is the stages of grief that go with this. The dabda, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance, all of that is part of it. So I don't want you to push that away. I just want you to honor it and feel it and not run from it, not eat your feelings, not push them away. Lean into the as is, and then you teach your kids how to lean into the as is because you're wasting so much energy if you actually try to control the coronavirus. Because if you were to put this in the model, the coronavirus is completely neutral. You put that in the seed line. Our thoughts about the coronavirus create our feelings, which create our actions, which create our results. The model is not meant so you always feel happy all the time. The model is so that you think what you're thinking and you feel what you're feeling with consciousness, with awareness. And so my thoughts have been so much as even though we're practicing social distancing, I'm feeling so much social closeness with so many people, all of you, with my family. And I read this post by Gutpreet Gill. I know I'm saying their name wrong. Sorry about that. And they said, what if the virus is here to help us? It's here to help us to reset, to remember of what is truly important, that we're reconnecting with family and community, reducing travel so that the environment, the skies, the air, our lungs can all take a break. Parts of China are seeing blue sky and clouds for the first time in forever with their factories being shut down, working from home rather than commuting to work, less pollution, more personal time, reconnecting with family as there is more time at home, Maybe this is an invitation to turn inwards, a deep meditation, rather than the usual extroverted going out to self-soothe, to reconnect with self, what is really important to me, a reset economically, the working poor, the lack of healthcare access for over 30 million in the U.S., the need for paid sick leave. This is awakening so many people in so many systems. How hard does one need to work to be able to live, to have a life outside of work? And washing our hands, how did that become a new thing that we needed to remember? But yes, we did. The presence of grace for all. There's a shift underway in our society. What if it is the one that is favorable for us? What if this virus is an ally in our evolution? In our remembrance of what it means to be connected, humane, living a simpler life, to be less impactful, more kind to our environment. An offering from my heart this morning offered as another perspective, another way of relating to this virus, this unfolding, this evolution. It was a time for change. We all knew that. And change has arrived. What if? 
So I just want you to have the balance of the 50-50 within this coronavirus because our kids, if we panic, they will panic. If we are calm and we are leaning into prayer or a higher source or whatever we lean into, this is when the kids learn. We have coronavirus on our prayer board. I want my kids to know that this is something they're never going to forget, and but I want to remember how they felt during it all. And we don't have the news on. We're not checking Facebook around the clock. This is a good time to teach them that exercise is a great stress relief, going for walks, being outside in nature, going in the pool, learning how to meditate, doing yoga, doing personal development, working on our mind during this time. Less checking of the news. It's not on the round the clock. Kids don't know how to absorb that. They don't know what to do. So they're always looking at us. We're like their flight attendant in a turbulent plane ride. And this is going to be very hard because we're social animals and we love to connect. But what if we're not supposed to connect with outside of our Saturn, just within our four walls? And so you have to go against the herd of all the panic and you have to go in the flow of abundance. And this is all happening for us somehow and teaching that to our kids will allow them to kind of take a breath during it all too. But so many of us are just tantruming and fighting against reality that this shouldn't be happening and they shouldn't be doing this and they shouldn't be doing that. But we're wasting so much energy on that versus taking a breath and leaning into it. And when our kids say we're scared, you say, it's okay that we're scared. God's got us. Mommy and daddy have you. You just worry about being a kid and I'm going to worry about all the logistics that come with this. So teaching them to lean into God, to lean into the universe, to lean in whatever you want them to lean into when they go through tough times, when they go through things that are insecure. So this is when we lean into service, teaching them when you're scared, you lean into service of others. You lean into helping the elderly. You lean into doing, buying people diapers and having it shipped to their house. What can we do right now? Because remember all the panic that went around Y2K? Or the, if you've ever had a hurricane or a tin, or tornado or a natural disaster around you, you know how that feels. And that's very insecure for kids. And so the more we can act secure, they're going to be able to feel that too. Because energy is everything and it's very, very contagious. So this is when we get to wire our kids for resilience and not panic, not snapping and yelling at them because then they're going to snap and yell at themselves and think that they're doing something wrong or they're going to yell and snap at us or each other, or their siblings, or their dad, or their neighbor kids. They are watching us and absorbing how we respond to stress and uncertainty so they can know how to respond to stress and uncertainty. One of my clients said the other day, she said, I finally get it, Kelly. It's like I'm the dancer and I'm leading the dance and they just follow my lead. And I was like, yes, fist pump, yes. When those light bulbs go on, it makes so much sense because then we can be the assertive leader. We can be the soft place to fall and their rock at the same time. We don't have to hide from them that we have feelings, but we share them on a age appropriate level. Little, little, little kids don't need to know all the details. The older kids, the more we try to hide, the more curious they get. So it depends on the child, the age of the child and the style of the child. Some kids are super absorbent. Some kids don't want to talk about it and you just honor all of it because when you accept the as is, then you realize I'm the leader here. They're following my lead like little ducks and not to take advantage of that, but to take it with so much empowerment. And how are we going to show up? Because we want to give our kids empowerment so we can feel empowered so they can feel empowered too. So just love that they're home. 
you'll never get this time back. This is something that will probably never happen again in their lifetime of their 940 Saturdays of being home. And so how do we want to show up? We get to choose consciously every single day how we want to be Corona parents. I love you guys and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting bootcamp where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com. And if you really want to fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt resonating moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me, which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.